The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids, it's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. Welcome to the 2016 Teacher Appreciation episode of On the Right Road. Hold on to your hats, everybody. It's going to be an amazing program tonight, an absolute celebration of all of you remarkable teachers. And before we dive in, I have one quick follow-up from our last show, Care Butler was my guest uh, and the episode was psyching kids up for science what an absolute storehouse and wealth of information care was relating to anything science and so many of you guys have been asking how you can reach her and care let me know that you can connect with her directly about any science related advice or questions you have and she said I could pass along her email address so I want to make sure to do that it's C Butler at Ames edu.org that's c-b-u-t-l-e-r at a-i-m-s-e-d-u.org so teachers if you have any she's like an expert if you have any science related questions or issues you're dealing with feel free to email her and she's just a wealth of information amazing woman also I've got to just give a huge happy 24th anniversary to Right Road Kids this past week was the 24th anniversary of the Los Angeles riots and during the riots I was threatened by a young teenage boy and just felt such a calling and that's what led me to start Right Road Kids and so it's always a bittersweet week but it's just also so very special because I look at all that's happened and with Right Road Kids and and here we are on the radio with On the Right Road and it's been over a year now with this program in particular so just so many blessings came from something bad so even if you're dealing with something difficult in your life, know that amazing miracles and blessings can come from that. And now for today's show, I am truly hoping that this evening's program will be a blessing beyond measure for every single one of you. One of the things that I always highlight when I'm working with kids is that teacher appreciation isn't something we should only highlight or think about one day or one week each year. It should really be a daily priority, and that's what my aim is for this show tonight, that the whole program will be something you can listen to over and over again whenever you need, you know, that right road boost to know just how special and appreciated you really are. And what I've been thinking about the whole last two weeks leading up to tonight is how to possibly say thank you 
you big enough for all that you do every single day, teachers. And so I know I share often that it's so important to take quiet time. And so earlier in this week, I took just a little bit of quiet time and this poem came to my mind. I I wrote this and I jotted it down and I'd love to share it right now. This is like a gift for all of you. It's, It's small, but it really comes from my heart. And I called it To Teach. And here it is. There are not enough words to say in English, Dutch, or French, or Spanish, German, Malay, to thank you for the lives you touch. You see, no words are big enough, meaningful enough, or true to pack a strong enough punch to define the value of you. You rise up every day, giving your heart and soul 24-7, without even bathroom breaks to take so our kids feel safe in school heaven. Administration making changes, testing pressures always over your head, parents condescending or absent, yet still you don't show kids your dread. Your light is always shining, giving everything you can to bring learning and possibility to every child throughout the land. So it's not just this week upon us when teacher appreciation is on our hearts. It's with us, it's with us every breath we take to say thank you from dawn to dark. So if ever you wonder whether you've made the right choice with your life, or if anyone even notices the depth of your dedication and strife, know that millions of people, like the whole Right Road family and me, are grateful every second, every day, for the calling you've accepted to teach. I'm getting choked up here. I mean that from the bottom of my heart, and for all the times that you haven't heard it in any given day, Thank you, teachers. A million, a billion, a zillion times thank you for everything that you do every day. And I think that is just such a wonderful lead into our first batch of On the Right Road listener shout-outs tonight. As always, you know I want to honor as many of you wonderful teachers as I can who are listening in this fun, special way. And each of the teachers whose name and school I mention right now will receive a fun Right Road grab bag of school supplies. And we'll get, just so you know, we'll get all of the shout out and giveaway gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the recipient teachers at their schools the weeks of May 9th and May 16th there are going to be at least a hundred teacher recipients tonight so bear with us it's going to take us probably a couple of weeks to get them all out in the mail but hopefully we'll be able to get them to you by the middle of May so here we go the first group of teacher shout outs for this evening remember as I'm reading all of these names and schools and teachers from around the country that you are not alone you are all a part of this amazing right road family so here we go some of the wonderful teachers listening tonight we've got michelle warren from joseph pennell elementary school in philadelphia pennsylvania mary mary hardigan deemers from hillside middle school in manchester new hampshire danielle dill from campbell elementary in campbell ohio joanne jones from kemp intermediate school in kemp texas d rose from learners and leaders in ridgewood new york Lisa Unzicker from Northeast Elementary Magnet School in Danville, Illinois. Coach Richard Havner or Havner from Two Rivers High School in Ola, Arkansas. Kristen Porter from Florence Elementary in High Point, North Carolina. Lindsay Billings from Allen Crow College Prep in Oak Grove, California. Karen Anderson from Ashford School in Ashford, Connecticut. And Olga Ortiz let me know that she and Marcella 
Zendayas from Meadow Creek Elementary in Bedford, Texas, are listening together. So how cool is that? Welcome to both of you. We'll send you both a shout-out pack. And you guys, our dear Right Road friend, Karen Faleto from Maple Shade Elementary in Croydon, Pennsylvania. She was a guest a month ago with me on the Right Road show. And about a week after that, her son passed away. So if you could please just lift up prayers for Karen and her family and her school as well. I know that they're just going through a very difficult time. So we love you, Karen, and and our hearts and, and prayers and souls are with you. And also, oh my gosh, you guys, I was up until three in the morning last night. I read every single one of your hundreds of emails and messages that you sent, letting me know that you'd be listening tonight. You just, you just poured out from your heart. And I think that one of the best ways we can show appreciation is to listen. So I just, I listened. I just, I wish I could respond to every single one of them, but I want to give a couple of just prayer requests from things that you shared with me yesterday. I hope it's okay, but Nancy Schofield from W.T. Chipman Middle School in Harrington, Delaware shared that a student of hers just passed away. So Nancy, know that, you know, our thoughts are with you and our prayers are with the family and Oh my gosh, I can only imagine the emotion that you're feeling. So blessings to you, my friend. Also, Amber Coates from Friendship Learning Center in North Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Let me know that her teaching partner is being moved to a different grade and that teaching friend just lost her mom. And Amber shared that if we send her a shout-out pack, she would give it to her friend just as a special blessing. So we're going to do that, Amber. So thank you for sharing your heart, and our thoughts and prayers are with your friend. Also, Misty and Christy Gibson, they're twin teachers from Texas, they let me know that Daniel Odom, he's a teacher at Newton High School in Newton, Texas, lost his home in a recent tornado. Their trailer home rolled over in the tornado with Daniel and his family in it. And from what I understand, there were only minor injuries. So, oh my gosh, we're so thankful, but it's just been so traumatic for the family. So, Daniel, we are going to send you a big jumbo right road shout-out pack just to show that we're all thinking of you and that we all care. So, blessings to all of you. I'll give more shout-outs at the end of the program because it's teacher appreciation tonight. And from the bottom of my heart, welcome to all of you who are listening this evening. I am so Very glad that you're all with me here. And as our first teacher appreciation giveaway for tonight, this one's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now, of course. And first, before I share it, I want to mention, as I always do, make sure that for all the Right Road giveaways that you enter tonight, that you also, in your entry post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, Always include the code word listening as part of your entry comment. Type in that code word listening. That's not going to be on our Facebook page. It's the code word only for those of you listening to On the Right Road. So include that in every one that you enter tonight. So for our first one, I've got 10 of our very special Right Road kindness boxes filled with new school supplies. And one of the 10 will also include a $50 Walmart gift card tucked inside too. So there will be 10 teachers 
future recipients. Each one will receive one of the Right Road Kindness boxes, and one will have that $50 Walmart gift card. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Follow the simple entry guidelines in the offer post. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce those 10 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday. Again, make sure you mention that code word listening as part of your comment. Marcy's going to pop that up on our Facebook page right now. And of course, that's just the first of tons of teacher appreciation giveaways we'll have for you tonight. I'm so excited. So keep that Right Road Kids Facebook page ready to go. Just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live on the air Sunday, May 1st. The giveaways will, of course, be closed if you're listening after the fact. But don't worry, because we have daily fun on our website and our Right Road Kids Facebook page. So we all always have fun things going for you guys. Now, as a very special teacher appreciation gift to you all, I really wanted to take some time tonight to focus on a topic that addresses one of your most asked questions. Quite often, I'll just kind of put out there, what's on your heart? What can we help with? And one of the things that you ask most is how do we motivate and uplift kids who don't seem to care or or who are showing apathy? And my personal feeling about this is, is that it's not that kids don't care. I feel that something is just really off kilter in our world, and I think maybe it's manifesting itself in our children as this appearance of apathy. And I actually think that sometimes when kids show apathy, they're, when it appears to be apathy, they're actually the ones who care the most. They just don't know what to do or how to express it, or they're feeling nobody's listening to them. So... To help us find real solutions to this growing challenge, I am so excited to introduce you all to my amazing guest this evening. Her name is Alex Chevron, and I was introduced to Alex through a YouTube video while I was researching this topic of apathy in students. Alex was giving a presentation at a Massachusetts Teachers Association conference. Now... In addition to being a a proponent and practitioner of a very special thing called unconditional positive regard, Alex is also an inspirational speaker. She facilitates conversations relating to social and emotional learning and trauma-informed teaching at conferences and events such as Educon, Dynamic Landscapes, and the Coalition of Essential Schools Forum. Alex is also a school leader at an alternative high school in Vermont, and she's a community college instructor, and she's a community facilitator for Edutopia. So I am thrilled and honored to welcome Alex. Alex Chevron to On the Right Road. Welcome, Alex. Thank you so much, Paula. Oh, I'm just, I, I, we were talking a little before the show, and I just can't wait to pick your brain on so many things. And I, I guess I want to dive into, first of all, can you share with everybody what this term, unconditional positive regard, is? What does that mean? So unconditional positive regard is this approach that we use at my school and that I just think is so foundational Um, And you could also call it unconditional love, but, you know, love is an intense feeling, and if you have 100 students in a day, it might get a little overwhelming to pour out all your love to each of them. So unconditional positive regard is a little easier to wrap your head around. It's, It's more of a viewpoint that you look at your students with. And the way that I translate this phrase into, and the phrase comes from um, uh, the psychology world, But the way that I would translate it in a school is that when you view a student with unconditional positive regard, 
you're saying to them, I care about you. You have value as a person. You don't have to prove it or earn it, and nothing is going to change my mind. So you can't mess up so badly that I no longer think that you're a good kid. Oh, my, I, I'm, I'm just about crying here because what I, speaking of Right Road, you know, anniversary the 24 years ago, this is how I've always approached working with kids. And we were talking about this. When you use that approach, as frustrated as days can be, if you take quiet time to catch your breath and approach kids with this unconditional love or unconditional positive regard, it changes everything. It kind of washes away all of the junk, so to speak. And I, and I want to ask Alex, you know, I find that when, when somebody's passionate about something, it comes from a place usually in their youth or their childhood or something that happened in their life. Why is this so on your heart, Alex, unconditional positive regard? Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, <laughs> I think that, you know, more recently in my, in my professional life, I've been working at this school, Centerpoint School, for seven years now, and it's really the heart and soul of what we do here. And uh, I just see it work, and I see it so transformative for the students that we serve. Um, but I think that, you know, I was lucky enough to, to grow up with um, parents and teachers and community members um, who really treated me with unconditional positive regard. And I think that if you're, um, if you're privileged enough to experience that, um, you know, you for sure should pay it forward if you can. Um, and, you know, if you, if you didn't, then all the more reason to, to be that one caring adult um, in someone's life. You know, over and over again, we see that even just one caring adult in the, in the life of a child can make a huge difference. Absolutely. I mean, that's fact. That's not just like pie in the sky. That is absolute fact. So, so getting to the meat and potatoes of, of what we're talking about here, what might be going on for students who appear or come across as being apathetic? Because like I said, I believe that they're, that it's kind of not that way. They're, they care so much that they've almost shut down because they don't know, they don't feel like they're being heard. But what, what's going on usually from your experience underneath that facade of apathy? A lot of times when I see a student saying, I don't care, I don't care, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, sometimes what I actually hear is um, that that student thinks that they don't matter. Um, yes. You know, if you're a student who has been um, experienced trauma or neglect or uh, instability in, in their life um, and you feel like, I don't have control over my world, nothing that I do really changes anything, then why would you think that uh, there's any reason to do your reading work or your math? Um, you know, so really just that, that sense of self, if that's not there, um, then it's really hard to get motivated around um, around doing something. And, you know, we think a little bit about, um, you know, a student might have the skill for something, they might have the capacity for it, but if, if they don't feel like there's any, if they don't feel like they can make a difference in the world, um, then that's a, that's a really high hoop to jump through to, to then say, okay, well, now I should do my homework. Right, and I think that's something really important for all of us, parents and teachers, to remember that that there's something else going on and they need to feel loved and valued and then everything else can flourish from there. But if that basic need isn't met, how it's like if a child doesn't have food, how can they think of, you know, going to college? It just, it, they those basic needs to, need to be met first. So, and I remember in your video, Alex, that I saw that you shared a story of a boy who you were trying to, 
deal with reading and so you found what he loved and so you would do 10 minutes of basketball with him and then you would do he would do 10 minutes of reading for you is that is that a perfect example of what you're talking about yeah I think that's the other key piece is that um, you know every kid is motivated around something yeah. um, and you know School, you know, school is important and education is important, but it's not a priority for every kid, and that's okay, um, and we really have to be okay with that. And so for this kid, it was really important to him to move his body, to be physical, to be good at basketball. Um, and so we found a way that, you know, he was then really interested in, oh, I, I do want to read about uh, great basketball players. I want to read about Michael Jordan. Um, and so once that was tapped into, then he had a reason why reading felt important to him. And I think with every student, uh, if you dig enough, you can find that thing that's interesting to them. And then it's, it's our job as a teacher to build the bridge of how does that interest connect to what I'm trying to do in, in my class. You know, it's so interesting because when I was listening to your basketball story, I I had a very similar thing happen. I was working with a group of sixth graders, and and I on one hand, I in in working with two hundred fifty thousand kids over the years and years and years, I I don't remember kids showing apathy because when you're loving them, they're just so excited to learn and participate in life. But there was this one boy I'll never forget. He just sat there, and my my wonderful helper Debbie and I, we just at the end of the program. We thought, is this kid on drugs? I mean, it was bad. He was just so belligerent. And and so then instead of blaming the child, I went home and I thought, what am I going to do? What can I do? Like what you said with the basketball. And I remember him saying something about soccer. I like tried to talk to him for two minutes after class. And he said, the only thing I like is soccer. So I actually went out and bought him a soccer ball came back for the next right road session called you know the teacher let me bring him out into the hallway and I think at first he thought he was going to get yelled at in, in trouble and I remember he saw this soccer ball and he was like is that for me and so this macho 12 year old boy just started almost crying and I said yeah because I just want you to know that I care and I'm listening to you and and so it changed that second session he was participating in everything and it's like his life opened up in a whole new way so what you're talking about really works and so what I'm what I want to pick your brain about Alex is what can teachers and parents do to help lift uplift kids out of what appears to be their apathy funk you know, what are maybe two or three things that teachers can do going to school tomorrow that parents can do starting tonight if their kids are acting that way and responding that way to life? Well, I think the biggest thing is a, is a little bit of a mindset, mindset shift for ourselves, which is a hard thing to do. Um, but just to really um, try, if you have that student who's kind of always pushing your buttons and you, you look at them and you think, oh, they just don't care, just try to shift your mindset for a second and ask yourself, okay, what could be the story behind what I'm seeing and how could I try to figure that out? And I think that one really easy way to, to try to figure that out is to ask the student and then also ask any family or caregivers that you may be in contact with, um, what's the student passionate about? What do they like to do? What are they motivated around? Um, and even if that's video games or even if that's cooking um, making cupcakes with their little sister or, you know, anything that there is, just talking a little bit and, you know, letting the student excitedly tell you what they like to do, letting the family tell you, oh, you know, like, my kid hates school, but when she's making mac and cheese in the afternoon, like, she's so funny, she could have her own cooking show. 
um, and really just getting to the heart of that stuff. And I would also just put out there that if, if the kid is saying, I'm not good at anything, I don't care about anything, and if the family is saying, I don't know, they're, they don't want to do anything ever, they're only just sitting there, then that to me is actually maybe a warning sign that that kid needs some extra support. And so at that point, I would encourage teachers to really connect with counselors or other people who can support in your community. Um, because if a student, especially a younger one, really is showing they're not interested in anything, that might be a sign that something's wrong. Yeah, because that's not normal behavior, really. I mean, because there's so many opportunities and so many things to do. I That's a wonderful point. Now, related to all of this, Alex, almost on the flip side, you know, you've got the kids who, who say, I'm not good at anything, and they just kind of sit there. But then you've got other kids who are maybe rude or disruptive in class, what does that tell us? Is it, it, it's kind of the same thing almost, just they're expressing themselves in kind of the opposite way. Is that right? Yeah, and I think any behavior that I see is really just a clue to um, figuring something out about that student and getting to know them better. So a student who's being rude or disruptive, um, maybe that student uh, wants uh, to know if you care um, and wants to know, similar to the student who says, well, nothing matters, so I'm not going to do anything. A student who's rude and disruptive might want to know, hey, if I, if I interrupt this whole class, does that matter? Is anything going to happen? Is the teacher still going to like me? Am I right. safe? Um, and so sometimes I read that behavior as, as wanting to know some of those questions. And so while our gut response might be, go down to the office, I'm re- uh, referring you, things like that, I think similar to your experience with the, you know, getting the kid the soccer ball, um, you know, stepping aside and saying, hey, I really care about you and it, it seems like you're not happy in our class right now. Is there something we could work on together so this feels a little better to everybody? And really just, again, shifting our mindset from, all right, this usually pushes my buttons, but what would happen if I approached this with a little extra dose of empathy? Oh, my gosh. You, you are hitting the nail on the head. That has been my experience in all these years. I, and it's, it's just so cool to hear you verbalize it so perfectly. And, and here's the thing that I, that I think is that there, trauma and, and there's so much going on in kids' lives today. I mean, there's kids of divorce. There's drugs in families. There's foster children, abused kids, kids whose parents are not around because they're working two or three dro- jobs. I mean, trauma in kids' lives can take on so many definitions and pictures these days. Um, you know, are there any other tips that you, you're just expressing yourself so perfectly. Are there any other suggestions that you would have for parents and teachers just in kind of dealing with this whole issue? Uh, so many, um, and I, I can give my contact info later and, and refer you to a couple of things that folks can read if they're really interested in this. Wonderful. Um, but something else I think about with uh, supporting students who experience trauma is that um, you know, I, I think we touched on this a little bit, but really just that a, a student who's experienced trauma can react in all kinds of different ways. And it might look like the kid with the head down on the desk and feels really sad, um, but it also might look like that kid who's really pushing your buttons or acting out. Um, and, uh, and some students, you'll know that there's been a trauma in their life, and some students, you won't know and you'll never know. Right. Um, and, and so I think that that's what makes it important to kind of treat every single kid in your class 
as you know, with that unconditional positive regard that they are they are good and valuable human, um, and and really trying to dig underneath. Okay, there's this behavior; it has this certain impact on me. But what's really going on underneath, um, and and that type of thing. And then you know, sort of more in general about um, you know supporting students with some trauma background. Uh, there's all kinds of great resources around there about building a trauma informed classroom. Um, and so uh, definitely I would encourage people to look some of that stuff up uh, because there's some really easy stuff you can do in your classes to, to support that, um, even just tiny things like uh, something you might not know is that a student who has had trauma might be extra sensitive to um, uh, loud sounds or unexpected yes. things happening. And so a lot of teachers will flick their lights on and off to get quiet and a student who's experienced trauma actually might feel really unsafe when that happens. And so even just little things like trying to think of ways to get people's attention that aren't going to startle that in that same way are some really easy shifts we can do. Well, and I think that so many kids now from one end of the spectrum to the other are feeling some kind of trauma in their life. I mean, just with all the school shootings and the, you know, just the tragedies that are happening in the world, the, the challenges. So... You mentioned that they, there was a place they could go to get information. What is that, Alex? Where can people learn more about this? So I have a post up on my blog that has, um, the post is called um, Getting Started with Trauma-Informed Education. So my blog is, my last name, Chevron, S-H-E-V as in Victor, R-I-N, chevron.wordpress.com. And you can find on there that post, and it has links to a bunch of different resources if you want to get started with this stuff. And then it also has my contact information on there if you want to get in touch with me for any more specific areas. And then there's also just more writing and links all over um, for those things. So like I said, chevron, S-H-E-V-R-I-N dot wordpress dot com. You can find tons of stuff on there. This is awesome. Oh my gosh, what a godsend. Now I want to, you guys, I want to give you all a chance to call in tonight. We have, we're going to have time to take a, a couple of calls. Oh my gosh, you can pick the brain of, of Alex, one of what I feel is one of the country's experts in motivating troubled kids and, and dealing with apathy and, and troubled situations. So you can call toll free into On the Right Road. The number is 1 888 346 9141. Again, that's one triple eight three four six nine one four one. Marcy's going to pop that number up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now, in case you missed it when I said it. Um, remember, as always, if I'm able to take your call live on the air, teachers, you'll receive an awesome Right Road School Supply gift pack. So while I'm giving you, Alex, stay on the line, okay? While I'm giving them a couple minutes to call in, I've got our second amazing teacher appreciation giveaway for this evening. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now, of course. I've got, get this, 25 surprise school supply gifts. And the materials were all donated by one of our wonderful On the Right Road sponsors, Nair. Check them out, teachers, at nair.org. That's N-A-E-I-R.org. You can sign up for free as a teacher. When you do, you'll have access 
to a bajillion school supplies for literally at least 90% off of store prices. They get, they're a nonprofit organization and they get all the overages from around, from companies around the country. It's unbelievable. So check them out at nair.org. But back to this giveaway, there will be 25 teacher recipients. The first, Marcy, don't post it yet, okay? Because I'm going to go on your market set go. The first 10 to respond with all the required entry details. Plus, we'll draw 15 more names at random from all who enter. And all 25 will receive a surprise school supply item. So to enter, just follow the simple entry guidelines in the offer post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. I'm going to say right now, on your mark, get set, post to Marcy. So it's fair for those first 10 especially. This giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show tonight, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 25 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Make sure to include that code word listening, you guys. Don't forget that because that's the official entry point there as part of your comment. Um, Now, Alex, while we're waiting to get some callers on the line here, again, the toll-free number is one eight 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 three four six nine one four one. Again, that's one eight 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 three four six nine one four one. And if you call and we're able to take your call, you'll get a school supply gift pack. Um, I got to ask you something, Alex. Here, while we're waiting, I I received a message this past week from a dear teacher friend who lives in Texas. And I'm hearing this more and more and more lately from teachers around the country. This teacher is an extraordinary teacher. And she said she had a run-in with a parent this past week that just devastated her. The parent and the child kind of were there ganging up on her, saying that the child has learned nothing this year. And I know for a fact that that is not true. This teacher would give her right arm. And she was attacked and berated and I, I just, I'm, I wonder, but, and here's an example I know of a child who's just really hurting, something's going on. How can a teacher respond when that happens so that they're getting their point across to the parent and to the child in a positive, uplifting way, holding their dignity, but not losing their mind, not yelling, not screaming? Do you have any suggestions for that situation? Yeah, so I think this gets really tricky for teachers because the trick here is that that same unconditional positive regard you have for the kids, you also have to have for the parents. Um, and, and turning that, that strong empathy that we all have for our kids, turning that to the parents and remembering that those parents were students once too, just like we were, and that some of those parents maybe had... Um, negative experiences with schools or maybe felt disenfranchised or maybe um, they are protective of their kid and they're worried about their kid getting a good education or they're worried that that the teacher doesn't care. And so I think in those situations, my first step is to really listen and ask way more questions than uh, I'm at first inclined to. So you know, tell me more about that. Uh, what What were you hoping your kid would learn in my class this year? Um, what is your student telling you about what you're doing in class? Let, let me really hear from you. Um, and just listening, listening, listening for as long as 
it takes until you really feel like you have a good understanding. Um, and then really just sticking from your perspective, so not, you know, making a power dynamic of I'm the teacher and you don't know what you're talking about, but really just, hey, from my perspective, here's what we've been doing in our class. I'm hearing that you don't feel like that's meeting your needs. What could we all do together, the three of us? What could we come up with to make the rest of the year feel okay? That's, that's well, the type of conversation I would probably try to have. I love that because I think what's happening, as, you're, as you've been talking, I think what's happening in those situations is that the parents are frustrated with their kids' apathy or rude behavior, and they don't know what to do. So maybe they feel, as parents, that they're not being heard. So what you just shared is you're allowing the parent's voice to be heard, and then after maybe a couple of minutes of, of when you're listening to them, they'll calm down and they'll realize you're listening and, and it'll change the whole dynamic of what's going on. I, oh my gosh. What a, what a beautiful way to approach it. Thank you. And oh, we've got a caller here. We've got Stephanie from Oklahoma. Hello, Stephanie. Welcome to On the Right Road. Thank you. What school are you calling from, Stephanie? Where are you te- a teacher? Um, I'm a third grade teacher at Wilson in Oklahoma. Oh, how wonderful. Well, I, you're cutting out a little bit, but I would love... Do you have a question for Alex this evening? Yes. Um, I have a student who has behavior issues. I try to talk to him. He completely will shut down and won't look at you or talk to you or anything. So just any tips on how to get to him when he won't even communicate? Great question, Stephanie. What do you think, Alex? Uh, That's a very common situation, and so a couple of initial things that I think of are um, some things that you can try are thinking about where and how you're talking. So one thing I always do is that if the student is, like, sitting on the floor or sitting on a low chair, I get right down on the same level. I'll I'll sit right down on the floor. Um, Maybe we'll sit side to side instead of facing each other. That's a little less intimidating Um, Some students need something to do with their hands while we talk. Some students need to walk or kick a ball around or be doing an activity while we chat. So that's kind of the first things I would try um, and see if that helps. The other things I would think about are, um, are what are the questions you're asking and really trying to start with small things and just get the conversation going and see if you can build up some positivity before digging into what's feeling hard. And then my last thing would just be that to work with others in your school and that, um, you know, it's okay for some students to not feel connected to you in particular. And the question is, is there someone else in that student's life, be it a parent, a caregiver, a coach, the school counselor, um, the lunch aide, is there someone else who maybe could help facilitate that conversation um, and do kind of some teamwork and let that student know, hey, I, I care about you and I know that you have a great relationship with this coach. And so what, what if we all sat down together and, uh, you know, this coach can help be your translator and, and help me figure out how I can best help you? Well, I love that. And it goes back to our whole kind of right road concept of not making sure that you're not an island out there as a teacher. You know, building a community, we call it the right road family, building that community of support around you. So you do have other people, whether it is a coach or the lunch lady, or you just never know what person is going to touch that child. So, Stephanie, I hope that helps. Thank you so much for calling. And I hear your little one in the background. Blessings to you and your family. Thank you so much for calling into On the Right Road. 
All right, thank you. Oh, and you know what, Stephanie? Make sure that you send us a quick message on our Right Road Kids Facebook po- uh, page with your school so we know where to send your gift pack to, okay? Oh, great. Thanks. You're welcome, Stephanie. Take care. Have a great evening. Alex, I want to ask, we have a couple minutes here before I, I share some other fun things for all the teachers. What would you kind of like to share as a final message this evening with all the teachers and parents listening from around the country and around the globe? Just anything that you would like to share from your heart? Um, you know, we, we chatted about this a little already, but I just think it's so essential to remember that every, every child deserves a safe and caring environment and, uh, and at least one adult in their life who really unconditionally cares about them. Um, and so just to challenge ourselves that, uh, to, to figure out what are the buttons that get pressed for me, what are the things that frustrate me in my classroom, and how can I really move beyond that to get to that really empathetic place so that my students have me as that caring adult in their life if they would like to take me up on that. Um, and, and then also just for teachers to be kind to themselves. I mean, I, you know, with the theme of the teacher appreciation, just remembering that uh, it's really hard to do this work, and especially when you're working with students who have trauma in their lives, it's really hard to help them work through it. And so just to be kind to yourself, to take time to take care of yourself, and to use people around you for support as you, as you go through it. That's awesome. And remember, teachers, uh, you know, Alex so graciously offered her contact information. So if you're struggling with anything like this and you need to, you know, build that community around this topic of apathy and children who are really traumatized, you know, feel free to reach out to Alex's blog and reach out to Alex personally, because I just I think you're just a wealth of information. And I'm, I'm just I'm so grateful that you've been here with us, Alex. Thank you so, so much. Can you give your that that uh, contact information one more time in case people didn't have a pencil at the time. Yes, so it's a, it's a WordPress site, so it's Chevron, S-H-E-V-R-I-N dot WordPress dot com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Alex, for being my guest here. I Please do stay on the line in case we get some more callers. I want to make sure we have time to thank all of our wonderful sponsors and do some more fun stuff for all the teachers. But what a blessing you are. You are just one in a million, and I'm, I'll, I'm forever grateful that you are here on the right road with us. Thank you so much, Alex. Oh, thanks so much for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. And I also, like I always like to do, want to give a huge thank you to our uh, On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids and Right Road Productions. Of course, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team. You can get a hold of Lori. I, so many of you ask when she was a guest on recently. You can reach out to her at mydallashomeinfo.com. She's based out of Dallas, but... She's a global realtor, so any kind of realty needs that you have, you can reach out to her. Or if you if you know of anybody who's looking for a career in real estate, Lori is one in a million. She's one of our platinum sponsors of On the Right Road. So feel free to reach out to her anytime, and she will take care of you like there's no tomorrow. She's just amazing. Also, I want to thank Nair again. You can reach them at Nair.org, N-A-E-I-R.org, and SeatSack. And I've got two huge SeatSack giveaways coming up in just a few minutes. 
Oh my gosh, the Right Road Teacher Appreciation Fund continues. Um, just a quick reminder to mark your calendars. The next Live on the Right Road show will be in two weeks on Sunday, May 15th. The theme for that show is going to be encouraging summer reading. And included, you can imagine, we're going to have mountains and mountains and mountains of books and other related giveaways and gifts for teachers. So oh, I can't, we've already started planning that. I'm so excited. Reminder that I'm live here with you every first and third Sunday of every month. And now I want to announce some recipients, the two recipients from yesterday's uh, Right Road Teacher Friend email response drawing. We drew names for uh, $50 Walmart gift cards. Also, we drew names for 13 school supply surprise recipients, and we'll announce those on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. But the two $50 Walmart gift cards are going to go to, drumroll, Charlotte Chapman, from Sanford Middle School in Sanford, Florida, and Anna Del Rio from Two Rivers Middle School in Nashville, Tennessee. And I've got a special surprise gift card. I I received just a beautiful message from teacher Lynn Dewey from New Highland Elementary in Elizabethtown, Kentucky yesterday. And she shared with me, oh my gosh, it was so cute. She, she purchased the Right Road tickets from our uh, Right Road website. And she's been using them, and she said yesterday, or a couple of, not yesterday, a couple of days ago, one of the admin people came running in, just scurrying around her desk, and she's like, what in the world are you looking for? She said, I'm looking for those right road tickets. Where are they? What? These are awesome. And so she said her kids just calmly went up there and showed her where they were and told her all about it, and she has been using these in her class. She's been purchasing things from the Dollar Tree, and so, Lynn, I am sending you a $25 Dollar Tree gift card. You never know what fun things might happen on the right road. We just appreciate you 24-7 every day of the year, teachers, so you know we'll always have fun surprises for you. And I also have one more Walmart gift card recipient for $30, uh, we did a pre-show Facebook post, and that gift card is going to Abby Durr from Columbia Elementary in Joplin, Missouri. And, of course, I've got to thank Lori Stenis and her Keller Williams real estate team because they provided the funding for those last two gift cards. So thank you so much, Lori. We love you. And now I have time because it's teacher appreciation for some more teacher shout-outs. These, each one of the teachers that I mention, will also be receiving a fun school supply grab bag. <clears throat> We've got Carrie Winkleman from Bloomfield Elementary in Omaha, Nebraska. Miranda Stanberry from Brinkley High School in Brinkley, Arkansas. Christy Thibault from Central Elementary in Park Hills, Missouri. Mandy Boyd from Helen Arnold Community Learning Center in Akron, Ohio. Julie Black from Riverside Elementary in Crestview, Florida. Tony Armijo from Pueblo of Isleta School in Isleta, New Mexico. Tasha Reddick from Caldwell Arts Academy in Tyler, Texas. Ann Martin from Wood Ranch Elementary in Simi Valley, California. Victoria Holcomb from Alabama School for the Deaf in Talladega, Alabama. Elizabeth Reach from Marshall Math and Science Academy in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Tammy Shaughnessy from Royalton Elementary in Royalton, Minnesota, and Vivian Ruiz from Thurgood Marshall Elementary in Gaithersburg, Maryland. And now, like I always like to do, I've got some nuggets that I'd like to share from my heart that you can take with you into the week. The first one, you know, 
teachers changed my life. My parents were divorced when I was about 12 years old. And speaking of trauma, as we've been talking about through this show and how to deal with kids who are just dealing with trauma in their lives, I just, I, I almost am speechless. It was just such a challenging time for me. But teachers, a few teachers just came in and saw a spark in my life and uplifted me in in ways that just really changed everything for me. They treated me with that unconditional positive regard like Alex was sharing about. And I had the wonderful opportunity to thank some of my teachers on last year's Valentine to Teachers episode of On the Right Road. And it meant more than words, I hope, to the teachers and also to me. So I just wanted to send out an important reminder to make sure to thank the teachers in your life, not just during Teacher Appreciation Week, but every day in every way that you possibly can, and to teach your children to do the same. I mean, with my son, it's, it's coaches, you know, his coaches, his teachers, every day we just instill in him. I don't care if you've said it a thousand times before, before you leave, before you go home, you walk up to that coach or that teacher, say thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for everything that you've given. So make sure that you're thanking teachers every day, everybody. And number two, parents, if you need to approach a teacher with a challenging situation, please, please keep in the forefront of your mind that they're human, that teachers live 24-7 to help your children. They often don't have what they need in terms of resources or support, and you're attacking them could have irrevocable impact on their heart and therefore on how they are able to teach your child. Just know that teachers are there. They're one of your child's biggest advocates. So don't take your frustrations out on them. Know that they're there in your corner. And yes, everybody has a bad day. We all have bad days sometimes, and we're all going to say things that come across the wrong way. But at the end of the day, just take a deep breath, whether we're teachers or parents, and let's all work really hard to communicate in positive ways because we're all on the same team. We're all working to uplift kids on the right road. And number three, I have to ask, did you guys ever notice that our, on our right road giveaway post that we never, ever announce winners? Instead, we always say recipients. And that's because every single one of you who is a teacher is a winner. So as you're diving into testing and the last few weeks and months of the school year, remember You know, I know you have so much pressure and and stress, teachers, but remember that there's nothing more important in the world than what you you do, and you are a winner every day. Put that on a post-it, on your bathroom window, on your car steering wheel, on your desk. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. You are. There's no more important job in the world than what you do, and thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that you do. I also, as a fourth nugget for tonight, want to make sure that you all know how to always stay connected with us. Um, Of course, I know all of you listening have probably already liked the Right Road Kids Facebook page. But as you may also know, 
uh, Facebook is constantly making changes and making it a little bit harder every day for people to stay connected. They really want companies to pay for their posts, which I understand they're a business, but we're nonprofit. We want to make sure to give the money to you, not to a business. We want to get it in your hands and in the hands of you know the kids for the supplies. So here's what you can do. After you've liked the Right Road Kids Facebook page, on your own personal timeline, there's a tiny little arrow in the upper right corner. It points down. Click on that tiny little arrow on the upper right-hand corner. Then a little drop-down menu will come up. Click on News Feed Preference. Again, that's News Feed Preference. Then when you do that, another little menu will come up, and it will say one of the clickable options is Prioritize Who to See First. When you click that, it's going to bring up all the different pages that you've liked. Just click Right Road Kids, and this works. I've noticed it. I tried it on my page. And then every time you go to your computer, the Right Road Kids Facebook page will come up right away. So you'll never miss a post. Another thing that you can do is if you we post every day. We try not to inundate you with posts, but we post exciting, fun, uplifting things for you everyday teachers. So if you still notice that you're not seeing something, whenever you have a chance at the end of the day, just go directly to the Right Road Kids Facebook page and see if you've missed anything. That way you'll know you've got everything coming to you every day. So also another thing you can do if you haven't already is sign up as a Right Road teacher friend on our website at www.rightroadkids.org. That's Right Road Kids, R-I-G-H-T-R-O-A-D-K-I-D-S dot org. It's free, and that's another way through our emails. We just send like two or three a month, but it's another way we, pro- we provide tons of opportunities through our website, through our emails as well. So make sure if you haven't done that that you always check that out. And also, my final tip for the day, my nugget, is to remember that you're not alone. In case you missed it at the beginning of the show, I want to just take a minute to read the poem that I wrote for you all again. It's called To Teach, and it's in honor of all of you. Teacher appreciation 24-7 all year round. To teach. There are not enough words to say in English, Dutch, or French, or Spanish, German, Malay, to thank you for the lives you touch. You see, no words are big enough, meaningful enough or true to pack a strong enough punch to define the value of you. You rise up every day, giving your heart and soul 24-7 without even bathroom breaks to take so our kids feel safe in school heaven. Administration making changes, testing pressure always over your head, parents condescending or absent, yet still you don't show kids your dread. Your light is always shining, giving everything you can to bring learning and possibility to every child throughout the land. So it's not just this week upon us when teacher appreciation is on our hearts. It's with every breath we take to say thank you from dawn to dark. So if ever you wonder... Whether you've made the right choice with your life, or if anyone even notices the depth of your dedication and strife, know that millions of people, like the whole Right Road family and me, are grateful every second, every day for the calling you've accepted to teach. And on that note, I've got one more wonderful giveaway for this evening. Actually, it's a double 
And remember, we'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's On the Right Road giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow and Tuesday. Again, if you're not listening live, we're live tonight, Sunday, May 1st. If you're listening after the fact, the giveaways will, are, will be closed, of course. So here is the final awesome teacher appreciation giveaway for this evening. It's a double it's two giveaways. Both are open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. First, we've got a Facebook giveaway. So go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page. I've got seven 10-count gift packs of Seat Sack Handy Sacks. They're those cool magnetic pouches that hang on desks, med- magnetic whiteboards, or cabinets for added classroom storage. They're awesome. So to enter, go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. It'll be posted in just a minute by Marcy. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the offer post. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the seven recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday. Make sure to include that code word listening as part of your entry comment, even if you included it on the previous giveaways. And second, grab a pencil. This one was added at the last minute, so I'm making it one of those email giveaways. Holy catfish. I have two class gift packs of actual seat sacks. They are the extraordinary products that hang on the back of actual chairs, and each gift pack is valued at up to $400. Each class gift pack is for up to 36 students, depending on how many are in your class. If you're a recipient, you'll be able to select the size you need for your classroom chairs. They range between 13-inch and 19-inch. So to enter for the seat sack class gift packs, Send me a quick email. Here's my email address. It's Hey Paula. Easy to remember. Hey Paula, H E Y P A U L A, at rightroadkids.org. That's Hey Paula at R I G H T R O A D K I D S dot O R G. Include on the Right Road giveaway or seat sack giveaway in the subject line so we know that that's what you're entering. And don't forget this include your school, city, and state and the number of kids in your class. Again, include your school, city, and state and the number of kids in your class. Again, if you're a recipient, you'll be able to select the size you need to fit your students' chairs, and that's it. We'll announce the two recipients from this SeatSack giveaway this coming Tuesday as well on our Right Road Kids page. Thank you to SeatSack for donating all of these amazing products totaling over 1200 bucks. Check them out, you guys, SeatSack.com, S-E-A-T-S-A-C-K.com. Amazing classroom storage products. And you guys, I got to run. We're cutting it close here. Remember, you are special and appreciated. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best and most amazing life on the right road. Thank you again for everything you do every day to uplift kids on the right road, teachers. I love and appreciate you all to infinity and beyond. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.